welcome to The Journey is Real. I'm CJ Peterson, where we talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their heart. Today, my guest is Melissa McGinnis, who's here to talk about heroic inner kids. Hi, Melissa. Hi, how are you? Great. Thank you for coming on. Could you share to our listeners exactly what heroic inner kids is? Um, yeah, heroic inner kids is a 501c3 organization. We have chapters in DFW, East Texas, um, which is under a region Texas uh, sort of head chaptership kind of thing. Um, and we also have a chapter in Southern Oklahoma. We are overseen by a national board and then each chapter has their own leadership as well. Um, and what we do is we work with children in our areas. Every chapter has its own like set kind of you know parts of the mission there's an overarching mission and then there's you know each chapter kind of tailors it to the area in which they're serving um we started as a cosplay charity where we were a bunch of geeks and cosplayers who started working um in you know visiting children in hospitals and things like that and so our founder rebecca haskins hunt said we should make a charity out of this and we should we should expand on that and so she did basically that uh she and about you know five to ten other people got together said we're going to make a, a group out of this and so they started doing more organized and then he got their 501c3 but now in addition to cosplay we actually do a fair amount of other you know, things, services, and things that we do both in and out of costume to work with the kids in, in the respective areas. Can you explain what some of those are for your chapter? In sure. Particular? Sure. Um, I'm vice president uh, external for the East Texas chapter, and one of the things that we do, uh, we work a lot with libraries to help them with their programs, uh, like summer reading programs, provide characters for, you know, stuff like that. We do fundraising and helping other organizations like Make-A-Wish, uh, we've worked, worked several times with Make-A-Wish um, to provide characters for like the reveals or to help with the, the wishes granted. Oh, and awesome. I'm sorry? I said that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we really enjoy it. Um, the first one we did was uh, Star Wars. Uh, so we all got our Star Wars characters out and we basically got to be there when Make-A-Wish announced to a little boy that uh, he was going to go to Disney World um, with his brother and they were going to get to go to the Jedi Academy and oh, so we had like a Stormtrooper and Obi-Wan, uh, Chewbacca, Kylo Ren, you know, Ray, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was really great and we did with Make-A-Wish we did a princess party where we provided princesses and princes and fairies and unicorns and you know characters like that for a for a princess themed party where a little girl basically got to dress as a princess herself and then take pictures and pictures and pictures and pictures with princesses and fairies and unicorns and that kind of thing and games and pizza and things like that so um that that's just so too sweet yeah it was a lot of fun um we've done um an anime uh event with the longview public library where mm -hmm. we provided a couple of anime characters and kind of helped with um activities and a photo booth and things like that uh we've worked with safe day in kilgore which is a huge event for people you know in the east texas a lot of them know that it's um for special needs children and adults it's basically like a like a huge carnival or, or street festival 
that's dedicated specifically to that. People sign up and they may bring people from group homes or, you know, gathering classes for their special ed class and come or just bring their families and, and enjoy a fun day. Nothing costs anything. It's a really, really, really great thing. And we, we've participated in that for two years as well, providing activities and costume characters and, and comic book giveaways and things like that. So basically, obviously, it's called Heroic Inner Kids. Your heart mm -hmm. is for children. Yes. Uh, whether it's children that are in like a hospital type situation setting mm -hmm. or yes. special needs or whatever, you're providing mm -hmm. them an environment where they can feel safe to just play. Yep. Be themselves, yes. and, be whoever they really want to be. Absolutely. And each chapter is, is really good. They kind of have their own niche, things that they really work to establish or are gotten very good at. Our Oklahoma chapter, they do a lot of helping with fundraisers like the 5Ks and things where they show up as the, you know, super characters and things to encourage those guys and to provide photo ops and things for the families that are, you know, attending the 5Ks and things. I know they've worked with the American Cancer Society and the American Heart Association and several other groups. Mm -hmm. And the DFW chapter is very, very good at hospital visits. Um, they, they've got agreements and, and volunteer set setups with um, like Cook Children's and, and several of the other hospitals in the area. They also work with Blue Santa. Um, so every chapter has kind of found a way to really connect in the community. You know, like I said, there's an overarching mission that includes basically everything that I have talked about and more, but each chapter has really learned to tailor and, you know, get into their community and what's, what's needed and what's wanted. I just keep imagining the smiles on these little kids' faces and just, I can imagine that's what's holding you there. My question oh, yeah. to you is how did your journey start with them? Um, well, there actually originally was only one chapter in the DFW. That's where it started. Um, even though our founder is actually from East Texas herself, um, she started the chapter and it grew much faster than she ever could have anticipated, um, which is great. And she noticed that there were people from East Texas that had found out about the organization and Oklahoma and, and around the areas and things and had joined and just when we would go to the dallas cons or when we could get a weekend away to go to dallas events we would go and do those things and she said we have a, a chunk of our membership that's from east texas and so she contacted jason mckay who is the current texas regional president and mm -hmm. he presides over both the, the dfw and east texas chapters mm -hmm. and she said you know you're from east texas you, you've got quite a following there people know you because he he and his wife and his wife's best friend used to cosplay a shrakakum cosplay um oh, and nice. won lots of lots of awards and things like that mm -hmm. um, as cosplayers and she said you know you, you're known do you think this kind of organization would work in east texas and he said absolutely it'd be great and she said great i'd like you to run it and he said let me think about that one for a second <laughs> probably is like, but, I know somebody that can help with the ins and outs of it. <laughs> but, uh, but so he, um, but then he did agree to, to do it. He, he thought about it for a little while and then he agreed to do it. And so basically they, they kind of announced, hey, we're going to start an East Texas chapter. We know some of you guys are in East Texas and, you know, you should really look at, you know, joining them and, and supporting them and getting it going. And so 
we basically did, we said, oh, okay. And we found out the next, you know, event or con or whatever that they were going to be at, which was at the time, Tyler Rose City Con in 2017. Mm-hmm. And so we said, hey, we'd love to help. You know, I, I knew the owner of the con and, and he knew Jason, the, the president. And so um, we just sort of all kind of came together online and started working together. And then um, October of 2017 was our first event and our first like official, okay, we're going to be a chapter now. Um, Rebecca Haskins Hunt, who was then serving as the president of the DFW chapter came in and helped us at that event and said, you know, you guys have really got to already got a network going here. Uh, we'd gotten donations for our activities and things like that. And she said, Hey, let's, let's do this thing. Let's make it official. And so that's when it started. And then the Oklahoma chapter started as a region about six months after. So like I said, the growth has been very quick. Um, we've actually had to say, okay, let's make sure we're, we're, we're growing the right way. And, mm-hmm. and it has, we've learned a lot <laughs> in the, in the past few years Keep on learning how to, <laughs> to manage that growth and but it is it's a wonderful thing that we were able to grow quickly and and get people on board and get people interested in doing it okay i am part of the star trek pathfinder cosplay group as you know um Mm -hmm. but some people aren't familiar with exactly what cosplay is can you tell my listeners exactly what that is and sure people even do it i mean i know i do it but (laughs) why do people do it well, um, your reasons are probably pretty similar to most other people's. Um, at its heart, cosplay is just an overwhelming amount of support and enthusiasm for the fandom in which you're cosplaying. Um, the saying goes, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and cosplay is absolutely that. Um, it, is, it is a flattery. It's a love letter to the things that we like and enjoy, whether it's Pokemon or Star Trek or Star Wars or, you know, My Hero Academia, or Marvel, or whatever. Um, I mean, I've seen people cosplay Queen Elizabeth, because they're just that into that kind of thing. And that's all it is. It is a meticulous love letter to fandom. Um, But the basic of it is, you like a thing, you like a character, you buy, commission, make, somehow you put together a replica of that thing. And it could be your own spin on it. It could be screen perfect accurate. You could look like you just stepped out of a comic book or off a movie poster. But um, the bottom line is, is that you, you're so into this thing that you want to, to temporarily become this thing for a little while, just to show how much you appreciate that thing. Some people say, well, I don't understand the premise behind it. And what I tell them is, do you like sports? Yeah. Do you decorate your exactly. face for sports? Do you put on a jersey for a certain sports team? Or, mm-hmm. you know, when you do that, you are showing appreciation for that particular sports team. And you're exactly. usually loyal to one particular team. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly. kind of what cosplay is, where we're, mm-hmm. we're showing, you know, something that's important to us. And it's fun. It really is. Mm-hmm. The people is fun. are amazing. It is the most accepting group of people that I've ever been around. They are sure. a lighthearted bunch. They don't take life too seriously. We have a blast um, at the Comic Cons. Um, mm-hmm. So I know your your mindset as to why you did the cosplay, and I have a general idea as to why you joined Inner Kids, Heroic mm-hmm. Inner Kids. What's keeping mm-hmm. you there? Can you share some of the stories that have touched your heart over the last few years? 
Um, sure. I mean, there's definitely certain things that we are not allowed to share. Um, we're not right. bound by HIPAA, but we respect that, that kind of privacy. Like but just general. We, I know like for the, in the DFW chapter, unfortunately I wasn't able to be very active with it, but it is a story that reminds me of why we're there and why we're doing it. There was a young man, um, and his name was Jeffrey. And when I say young man, he was already, Oh, he was, he was an adult by the time that we met him, but he was developmentally not an adult. Um, he had several health problems and some developmental, um, delays and, and things. So he was very childlike, even though he was 20 something. Um, but he was one of our first, at the time called a forever kid, which meant he was in the program for the long haul. Mm -hmm. He was there until the end of the line, whether it was his his family decided they no longer needed or wanted our services or he passed which is ultimately what happened um they had we they we had been working with him and visiting with him and and things like that we actually arranged for him to go to dallas fan expo uh he was oh, wheelchair bound yeah yes he was wheelchair bound so it made it very difficult you know to maneuver um because of he needed med aids and things like that um, but we were able to get personal escorts, somebody in our group who was dressed in, in cosplay, of course, his favorite types of characters like Wonder Woman and Joker and things like that, to escort him through the fan expo. And, and he got to go and do everything. He got to meet celebrities. He got to take pictures with cosplayers. He, the whole experience, which was something he had really wanted, but had been seen kind of, you know, unfeasible mm -hmm. until we did it. Um, I say we meaning the organization. Um, and like I said, ultimately, um, he was with us uh, as, a, as a forever kid until he did pass away. And our final honor to be in his life was to be pallbearers at his funeral and to be there. And so when he, at his funeral, his pallbearers were like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Superman oh, and the awesome. Joker. And the whole church was full of Wonder Woman's and Professor X's and Wolverine's and Darth Vader's and you know that kind of thing and it was exactly what he would have wanted and, and his family you know they said this was everything he, he wanted in in his everything in his life and everything and we were like you just don't understand how much he touched us you know that he his impact on us you know um, we, we have, a, there's a little girl right now that we are currently, she's currently in our forever kid program and it's, it's the same thing. Now she's not, she doesn't have a terminal condition. She's blind, but, um, you know, we serve her, but it's she who impacts us mm -hmm. and teaches us every day. Um, whether it's teaching somebody something they didn't know about being blind to just sharing joy despite adversity. Um, mm -hmm. And speaking as a visually impaired person, blindness is something that a lot of people just absolutely can't understand and think, oh, I couldn't function in my life that way. But she does it every day. And, and I see her doing that. She is in DFW. Again, I don't really get to interact with her directly, but, you know, we follow progress in all of our, our group things. And mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderful to see her continuing to touch and, and, and educate and enrich people's lives. Um, so is there you know, um, anything in particular that your group wants to reach that they haven't been able to get into that you kind we, of need the connection for 
we honestly, as an East Texas chapter, we, we have some really cool things that we are doing, like the empathy experience, which I'd, I'd like to talk about as well, but we haven't managed to get into the hospitals at this point. Um, there's, you know, like every hospital, which is 100% understandable, but there's a lot of, of tape you have to go through to try to find the right person to talk to because it's not like, a, you know, we're not candy stripers. So we're not going through the same types of volunteer, but we do have processes to go through. So we just, we haven't really gotten into like any of the hospitals or care centers in East Texas like we'd like to. If there's um, somebody who has a connection into there, how do they get a hold of you? They can reach me. Um, my email is VPETX. So that's like VPETX, Vice President East Texas. At heroicinnerkids.org. So they can email me there or they can call my cell phone, which is 512 299 8722. I don't mind. What's the area? Sorry? Area? 512. Yeah, I lived in Austin for a long time. So my cell phone is a 512 number. Okay. It's 512 299 8722. Okay. Um, so if there's anybody out there who has a connection to the hospitals that can help them to bring a smile to a child's face um, and just make their day, please get a hold of Melissa and allow them please to do. help you. Um, Melissa, for those who maybe aren't in the East Texas area, who are in the East Texas area, who just want to know more about Heroic Inner Kids, how do they find you guys? Um, our website is www.heroicinnerkids.org. And we have a Facebook page for East Texas specifically. So if you search Heroic Inner Kids colon East Texas, or it's facebook.com slash H-I-K-E-T-X. Awesome. You can find us that way. Uh, if you search for just Heroic Inner Kids, it's going to pull up every chapter's page, which is fine. But for specifically East Texas, you want Heroic Inner Kids colon East Texas. Okay, and you could do go to the cons because I've seen you at several of them representing heroic inner kids. So if you happen to go to a comic con in the area, there's bound to be somebody there with a table that yes, has it. Very likely for yes. Texas. Um, I know this year we will be at Athens Comic Con in July. We've already locked it down. They contacted us. We, we will be there July thirteenth. Uh, okay, and that's as far early as you're planning at this point because of what's going at, on at, exactly <laughs> we, we've had invitations for events and things that are falling in that yeah well, i've that had two that quarantine time to, so yeah, yeah. Cancel. um for you you you've got about five more maybe so minutes i sure. know you mentioned you wanted to talk about the empathy experience if you can knock that down to about three and then you have about three more I can do that. Um, the empathy experience is a really unique thing that we offer both for events and for organizations that they can, we can set up in like a classroom or at a meeting or something. Mm -hmm. It's basically a hands-on activity experience where you can actually kind of learn and do what it's like to be colorblind, visually impaired, deaf, have ADHD, food allergies, respiratory illnesses. Cool. Uh, mobility impairments, things like that. You can learn to walk with a white cane. You can uh, see what it looks like when you're colorblind and how the Hulk changes colors when you're colorblind and the different types of colorblindness. So you it's can kind actually of like a, a day in the life of so a, a moment, but yes, somebody maybe that you know is going through. 
exact, that's exactly it. Um, it's a very personal project because many of us, um, we help put together the exhibits because we are those things. We have those things. We have people who have food allergies. We have people with visual impairments. We have people who are colorblind. We have people who have mobility impairments. And so, you know, these things are very personal to us um, to, to teach and kids love it. They, they really respond to it. They love learning to type their name in Braille and understanding how their friend who can't see might write and things like that. So it's, it's a, it's an extremely rewarding experience and it, it happens cosplay or no. So sometimes it's Wonder Woman, you know, helping you do the thing, but, and sometimes it's just, you know, me in a shirt, you know, playing t-shirt, but you know, it is, it's a really fun thing. And it is something we, we said we do in classrooms. We do it at events, that kind of thing. Now, do they just contact you if they want to set it up? Yes. Yes. Okay, be the same thing. Contact information in there. I will mm -hmm. post the Heroic Inner Kids website, as well as the Facebook group for East Texas Heroic Inner Kids site okay. um, with this podcast. But for mm -hmm. those who are listening, it is www. I'm going to have to read this to spell it. H-E-R-O-I-C-I-N-N-E-R-K-I-D-S dot O-R-G. Yes, that's correct. Uh, you've got about three minutes left. Would you like to add anything? You know, I just, I'm personally um, very blessed to be a part of this group. You know, we love working with the kids. We love educating the public. Uh, one final, you know, thing that has really uh, been a blessing for me personally is the friendships we've made with each other. Um, it's, we're a family, you know, we squabble like a family sometimes, but we're there <laughs> for each other. We, we support each other. If, if someone's going through something, you know, we get wind of it. We are all over that. We're trying to help somebody out, you know, giving support, you know, that kind of thing. And so, and you know, all of it. Yeah. The cosplay community as a whole is, yeah. they will back you. They are the most supportive people that I know. And they have got connections like you would not believe. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, like if they can help you, they will help you. And they're just a fun-loving, great group of people. And, so. that, and that is partially because cosplayers come from every walk of life. You may be standing next to Wolverine in a line to meet, you know, a celebrity. Well, you're standing next to the chief of security if you're standing next to me for Star Trek Pathfinder. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. But, you know, and the person next to you could be a teacher, a doctor. They could work at Walmart. They could be a writer. They could be a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad or a Starbucks barista or a you know, a, a substance abuse counselor, that could be anything. They could literally be anything. And so we have so many resources within our community just because of the type of community it is and where everybody comes from that we can be there for each other. And definitely here at our Kids is like a microcosm of that. Mm -hmm. You know, these aren't just people who also like the same things you do. These are people who have the same heart you do. They're there for the same reasons and they're there for you because if we can't take care of each other, we can't fulfill our mission. Mm -hmm. And people are sometimes embarrassed to either admit that they're a cosplayer or <laughs> embarrassed to even potentially go to a Comic-Con, but I promise you, you will not regret it. You will be having so much fun, you will go home exhausted, but you will have one of the best days because, like I said, everybody is awesome, they're great, they're mm -hmm. friendly, you normally don't put anybody across because they're just having fun. Um, True. If you, if you like a certain fandom go mm -hmm. oh you know, yeah because you're gonna find somebody else who likes it too yeah. it doesn't matter if you're a female and the character you want to 
portray is actually male, you know, or, or the reverse. It's, it's right. pretty much anything goes. And pretty much. Love that. Um, I do want to thank you so much for sharing your heart. It definitely. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. We appreciate everything you're doing for Heroic Inner Kids and for the kids themselves. And we just really appreciate that. Um, again, she can be found at heroicinnerkids.org or the Facebook mm -hmm. group is at backslash H-I-K-E-T-X. Yes, it looks like Hike Texas. <laughs> yeah, I, when I wrote it, I thought about that. Uh, so we will find, um, again, they will be posted within the little mm -hmm. blurb for each one of these. Um, I do thank you for your time, Melissa. And I you thank bet. you all for listening and watching The Journey is Real, where we talk to real thank people you. with real passions who share a real portion mm -hmm. of the hearts. I'm CJ Peterson with cjpetersonwrites.com. Until next time.